Your community radio station, WERU-FM, 89.9 in Blue Hill, 99.9 in Bangor, and streaming online at WERU.org. And since it is 7.30 here in the morning on Monday, it's time to hear live on the telephone. R.W. Estella, good morning. Hey, good morning, Allison. Weekends are a challenge for many folks. All week long, we've deferred doing this and that and made imaginary or real wish lists that invariably are unrealistic in their estimation of how many things can be accomplished in the relatively brief span of 48 hours that will comprise the weekend. Ah, Saturday and Sunday, we relish to ourselves Monday through Friday, as if the weekend will be a separate reality, one which neither Carlos Castaneda nor Albert Einstein ever adequately contemplated. Early Saturday morning, just after dawn, I plotted out the day's waypoints, occasionally reassuring myself that I would indeed be able to get everything done. The key would be to not spend too long at any one venue pursuing any given task. Mid-morning, I was revamping last year's flyer for our annual winter solstice party. Soon I had a set of updated invitations ready to accompany Christmas cards, and stuff into envelopes. I took out several sheets of stamps I had recently purchased and noted that they were all marked with the forever rate. I wondered whether the United States Postal Service had created financial difficulties for itself with that rate. After all, hadn't the Postal Service announced recently that it needed to impose $3 billion in reductions in the near future? While I stuck stamps onto the envelopes already stuffed with cards and invitations, my mind wandered back to two days before, to Thursday, when I had rendezvoused with a friend in Lucerne. She was coming from Franklin, and I was coming from Orono, so the top of the hill by Phillips Lake on Route 1A made a convenient place to transact our business. For several years now, she has been making Christmas wreaths for my girlfriend and I to ship to various members of our families out west. Once I had received the wreaths and paid the wreath maker, I beat a path back home to mail them off. Earlier, I had called up the Orono Post Office for a ballpark estimate to ship the wreaths. They were too large to go by first-class mail, which left choices of express, priority, and parcel post, from quickest to slowest. Because I was told that parcel post would take up to 10 to 14 days for delivery, I figured priority might be the way to go. An image of the perfectly fresh wreaths I had just purchased arriving two weeks from now, all dried and battered, helped seal the decision. When I arrived at the post office, however, and the box wreaths were put on the scale, at the computerized printout of the rate was a shock to me and the clerk at the counter. Apparently, the Postal Service uses the airlines to send much of the priority mail, and within the past week, the airlines had increased their rates dramatically. But two days later, on Saturday morning, the pain of that recollection had ebbed considerably, and I was happy as a clam delivering my bundle of Christmas cards and party invitations to the mail slot. That left Sunday, which also started out quite grand, doing one of my favorite things ever, working up free firewood. Eons ago, a lighting in Maine with a pickup truck, a chainsaw, and a splitting mall, I learned that it's easy enough to stay warm in Maine if one is willing to invest the energy to process firewood. I haven't ever paid for any firewood since. So when a friend called me up on Friday to say he had a bunch of maple and oak of fair-sized diameter to work up, I couldn't have been happier. 
It's a good feeling knowing no matter how cold things become, plenty of fuel for heat awaits nearby. And as for the United States Postal Service, well, I'm doing my part to keep that organization in business while filling up some of the weekends before Christmas as well. For more on Omain, have a great day.